0: The beast approached Soraya when she was at her weakest. Her limbs were stiff. Her senses were numb and useless. Her consciousness fluttered, an erratic bubble rising toward a distant surface. She didn't know if she had been out hours or days, but she knew one thing. Danger. A presence in her mind shrieked. The scalding heat of the animal's breath steamed her foot. A wet lick rasped against her toe. It was a strange and feral contact, a touch so tentative and odd that it felt more like a taste. Soraya had to fight fear's rapid buildup. She knew panic could kill her as easily as the beast. At least she had some command over her lungs. She forced them into an even breathing. She tried to shake off the rigidity paralyzing her but her body didn't budge. Since she couldn't hear or see, smell was the only one of her senses reliable at the moment. She inhaled cautiously, taking in the rainy night's cool air and her blanket's familiar smell. The scent of a dying fire peppered the air and mixed with something else, the stench of the beast's musty dankness. "'Curse the fits that left her helpless to bait the wilderness's beasts. "'A life interrupted by the prism's recurring bouts "'was all she had to show for her forced service "'to the guild's infamous mating hall. "'That and her stolen son. "'The bout tore her feeble hold on reality, "'yanking her senses back from any attempt at consciousness. "'Her stomach dropped to her feet. "'She felt as if she had just fallen off a cliff,' "'tumbling down, journeying through an endless void. "'The feeling stopped as suddenly as it had started, "'replaced by a sudden sense of arrival, "'an entrance of sorts. "'The scent of fertile loam filled her lungs. "'An astounding surge of extraordinary power "'cupped her mind, pervaded her senses, "'and surrounded her like a protective cocoon. "'The power jolted her core.' vitalizing the corrugated pink organ lodged deep at the bottom of her brain, the most distinctive of the few biological peculiarities differentiating a stoneweiser from an ordinary person. Both her heart and her core jerked with the hit and then raced in tandem. The same enormous power ignited every one of her core's intricate links, engaging the mass of prolific luminous filaments enabling her stonewiser's capabilities. Without warning, a trance clutched her mind, and a colorless tale struck her bedazzled senses. A hot sun, a clear sky, a high mountain meadow. The drab tail suddenly flared. An explosion of vivid colors stunned her pupils. And there, in the middle of the meadow, amidst a field ablaze with sunflowers, "'a swaddled baby lay. "'The mismatched eyes staring at her "'were both sad and enormous on the child's little face. "'Is it you?' Soraya asked. "'Is it really you?' "'An unfamiliar voice echoed in her mind. "'You've been given all you need. "'Wise is she who sees with her heart "'and trusts with her mind.' For she shall seek the sacred and find the divine. How strange! The contact felt like a stone tale, but a stonewiser retrieved tales imprinted on stones, and she wasn't wising a stone at the moment. Without a stone, there could be no tales. Was this a belated tale from the prism? A late delivery from the stone that caused her to suffer the bouts? Was it a dream? Was it a tidbit of the sage's wisdom, surfacing randomly from her mind's depths? Or was the contact something else, perhaps even her child's voice? It had been a long time since she had last heard her son's voice. In fact, she had heard him only once before, when he was still unborn, precariously lodged in her womb. It had been a brief contact, experienced under extraordinary circumstances but she was sure she would have recognized his voice if she heard him again. The voice in her mind didn't feel like him. Besides, her child was just a baby in arms, without the strength and training to imprint, let alone project a stone tail.